Hi, you're listening to Terry Talks, the podcast with me, Terry Ann Adams. And today, in honor of November being National Disability Awareness Month, we're speaking about ableism. And not just any type of ableism, but we're narrowing in on ableist language. So now, you're probably asking why is language so important in the broader context you know it doesn't mean anything but as a author and a writer I can tell you that words do mean things and using ableist words like crazy insane psycho crippled they all create um, a bias within um, society if we continue to use them in, in a horrible ableist way so I'm going to put out a disclaimer that for the purposes of this um, podcast episode, I will be saying ableist words, but I do encourage that ableist words be taken out of our vocabularies, that we use alternatives to these ableist words, and I'm going to provide some alternatives to some ableist words later to get you started. So it is only for the purpose of education within this podcast episode that I will be using these ableist words. All right, I want us to get started with the why so why is ableist words so um, dangerous for our society and for our coexistence so the first thing is ableist words uh, or ableist language shows your unconscious bias as a non-disabled person or even as a disabled person with internalized ableism when you proclaim that somebody is psycho or proclaim that something has crippled you you're showing what views you have on disability per se and when we start using um, especially within the mental illness realm when we start using words like donald trump is a psycho what are we saying about actual people with mental illnesses you're ascribing a mental illness to a person who is not mentally ill but plainly evil so you in in so doing you are now saying that mental illness is inherently evil i hope i'm making sense with this point and um i think when we use ableist terms we're also running the risk of of spreading negative attitudes um, but i'll get to that later spreading negative attitudes about persons with disabilities and then there's a very simple one you know when you use um, conditions for example like bipolar uh, schizophrenia um, add and ocd as part of your everyday language language like oh my gosh she can't make up her mind she's so bipolar you know what are you saying about actual people with bipolar disorder you are trivializing people with these disorders you're trivializing our experiences you're trivializing our struggles with these illnesses by reducing these illnesses to something that could easily be replaced by a word so instead of saying oh my gosh she's so bipolar you can say oh my gosh she's so undecided 
you know, the same goes for, oh, she's so schizo, she's so undecided. Um, so now you're taking a person's entire mental health condition and you, you're bringing it down to a word like undecided, um, indecisive, um, a word like um, perfectionist, passionate, you know, we there's such easy solves to using these words without entrenching wrong information, especially if you say somebody is so bipolar and then that person is carrying uh, the decision that they have to make is negative, it's negative connotations, you're actually ascribing negativeness onto the condition itself. And now we're taking every, like my Trump example, we're taking everyday evil people and we're giving them imaginary mental illnesses and in so doing we're trivial not only trivializing the experiences of real people with mental illnesses but also we're saying that mental illnesses equate to evil so that's the first reason um you know it takes out our unconscious bias when we use and then the second reason is it makes us internalize harmful biases so this is where the first um, example i gave is the outward this is the inward so now all these things that you're saying you know calling this person a psycho saying this this job um the economy is crippled saying it's giving you attitudes about disability that you yourself are internalizing because you're treating a real condition, a real illness, a person like a joke, a metaphor or a euphemism, you know? So in so doing, you are making that person small and making their experiences almost next to nothing, you know? It also, you see, you're also dehumanizing the person with the disability by ascribing that disability to these negative connotations. And when you do so, then you you take away the, 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 the person that they are, the human that they are, and you're making it okay for other people to do so. So that's how using ableist language um, how it spreads internal by harmful biases like a virus through your body which then equates to you then spreading it to others so the last point as to why ableism is um ableist language is very negative is because it already stigma it stigmatizes already marginalized people so we've spoken about this a bit lightly but yes what it does is is it continues the cycle of stigma it continues um so if someone who has ADD comes out and you've been using ADD or ADHD as a euphemism for being unfocused or for being distracted, then people are going to think that this person with ADD is only unfocused or distracted. They're not going to actually see ADD or ADHD as a real condition that is really um, difficult to live with and that needs medical attention. They're only going to see it as a distraction in the same way that if you say that somebody's um, so bipolar when you want to say they're indecisive you're reducing bipolar disorder to 
just plain indecisiveness and a person with bipolar disorder will then not be able to articulate to you um, our experiences or what this condition really does to us because in your head it has already been labeled as something that is indecisive you know um the same goes for schizophrenia ocd um obsessiveness all all of those conditions get reduced to like little words um that 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 trivialize the condition that brings the condition down to nothing for example if you want to say that a person is particular you say no the person is ocd so now when a person with real obsessive compulsive disorder crosses your path you think that they're just being um oc they're just being particular or just being a perfectionist when it's actually a, a real um mental health disorder that they have to deal with medication needs to be taken real treatment needs to be done and all of it has been just dropped down to um one one connotation which is you know being a perfectionist um so yeah so those are the three reasons why ableist language the use of it is harmful within society and i'll repeat it it um entrenches harmful or it uncovers harmful biases that you may have um, about disability and disabled people and the second one it makes internalized it makes plain your internalized <clears throat> views on disability and it also entrenches it and then the last one it stigmatizes an already stigmatized group of people so you're probably saying to me ah man what am I going to say if I don't say ableist words? But first, before we continue, to hammer down my point even more, I would like to compare ableist words to racial slurs, um, to homophobic slurs, to transphobic slurs. It carries the same weight. It doesn't mean because it's such an easy part of 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 our language and this natural part of our language that it does not carry the same weight as a slur um as you know your racial slurs your homophobic slurs transphobic slurs so when you think of using an ableist word think of you using a racial slur or a homophobic slur transphobic slur biphobic slur think of how you saying a word that carries that exact same weight and then think to yourself is it really worth it to pepper the conversation with humor or to make a euphemism out of something using disability or you know so that's actually how um how important it is for us to start rolling back on our use of ableist slurs Another thing that we also need to be very conscious and aware of is that ableism is is big, you know, it's 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 gigantic. I mean, my entire podcast is about it. And ableist language is only one leg on this monstrous beast. And I think if we start with eradicating ableist 
language and the use of ableist language we can then start targeting all of the other things that make ableism so um, difficult and we have to know that among the oppressed disabled people are often ignored and they are often looked over so we need to um, we need to really be very conscious about how we show up for the disability community um, even us as disabled people ourselves how do we show up for the disability community okay so I've got not, not just I'm not just here to preach <laughs> I have exam practical examples of how we can start changing our vocabulary and I think we can start with the person first or uh, language when it comes to disability so a lot of the times you'll find that there's two camps of people in the disabled in the disability world one camp one which I belong to who I elect to call myself a disabled person. I am not a person with a disability because no. Um, and I'm not a person with a disability. I hate that. I hate that so much because it, what it does is it trivializes my disability and makes it seem like something that I can just pick up and throw away. I am a disabled person in the same way that I am a genderqueer person. I'm not a person with genderqueer. I am a genderqueer person. I am a disabled person. Um, but there are camps within the disability community who use person-first language. Then you get to my own example. I am an albinotic person or a person with albinism. Um, I, yeah. I, I, the other adjective for, for a person with albinism is albinistic. Um, I prefer albinotic, albinistic, or person with albinism. So um, that's the ones I use. Don't you ever dare call me an albino. That's a, that's a slur. That's a slur against people with albinism. Um, and then, then there's like your, 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 your general... Um, words that we use in daily in our daily life and daily conversation like stupid so instead of saying someone is stupid because stupid is an ableist slur targeted at people with intellectual and cognitive disabilities rather say ignorant um, the same goes for dumb it's also a slur that is targeted at person with in, people with intellectual and cognitive disabilities then we all know crazy nuts psycho I've actually got a lot of, of, of euphem of um, alternative words that you can use you can use bizarre outrageous wild irrational ridiculous um, absurd strange exciting infatuated passionate enthusiastic or senseless those are all the ones that go with um, your mental the mental illness um, uh, slurs like crazy nuts or psycho and then OCD you can use particular or perfectionist obsessed you can use enamored ADD, you can use unfocused or distracted. Um, lame, you can use boring, unexciting, unsatisfying. If you want to say something fell on deaf ears, you can say something was unheard. If you want to say the blind is leading the blind, you can say 
this is a conversation between two people who are unknowledgeable and then if you want to say crippled something has been crippled by like the economy is crippled by no the economy is frozen by or stopped by so those are your alternatives to ableist slurs that you can use um, that can um, pepper your conversation um, it also they are like I mentioned earlier there are ones for for bipolar you can say indecisive um, if you want to say schizophrenic you can say indecisive once again because that's actually what you mean you don't mean that's another thing with ableist slurs right you don't mean the thing you're saying so for example with a dumb dumb in is, is does not mean stupid or you know dumb and stupid are not the same ableist slur dumb's actual definition is a person who can't communicate who can't speak it's not a person who is ignorant but you mean a person who is ignorant so isn't it better to rather communicate with the actual words you want to use instead of ascribing new definitions to words that are not supposed to be used to words that harm or hurt people okay so um that's me i'm off my soapbox thank you so much for listening and if you have any questions about um the ableist language you can hit me up um on my social media i also would like to acknowledge my resources a very well mind um was a website that I referenced upon doing this uh, broadcast. Um, I also referenced other blog uh, posts, which I'm trying to get the names of right now. Let me just give me a second. The Harvard Business Review. There was an article in the Harvard Business Review, great article about ableist language, which I do encourage you to read, written by Rakshita Arni. Ravash Ankar, Ravash Ankar, sorry, I hope I'm saying it right, <laughs> um, and she wrote a beautiful article about why you need to stop using ableist words and phrases, um, so thank you so much for listening, I hope you have a wonderful day, bye bye.